Welcome back to I Did This. Ah, shit. It's way too loud. Welcome back to I Did This Instead of Killing Myself. Stand-up comedy podcast based in Greenville, South Carolina. My name's David Baker. It is the week of July 11th, 2022. I'm on vacation. Does he like I go on vacation a lot? I'm in Michigan this week, so... Um, I won't even be here, but uh, I'm recording this a week ahead of time on a Friday. We just saw Tony Rock last night. Shout out Tony Rock. I got a I got a t-shirt last year and I fist bumped him. His hand touched my hand. It's really special. So basically, I made it. That's right. Now Tony Rock is hilarious. We had a lot of fun last night. And uh, we got another uh, few celebrity comics coming up at the Comedy Zone this week that I'll get to in a second. But yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. I will be back the next, the following week. Oh yeah, quick announcement. Um, The week of the 18th, the episode will not come out on a Monday because I won't be back in time to have it uploaded. So it'll be back on a Tuesday, Tuesday the 19th. So if you're used to getting the episode on a Monday morning, I'm sorry. It'll be up on the Tuesday, the 19th. But anyway, I'm getting this week's episode out early for you guys. So you should be thankful. Subscribe if you haven't already. I appreciate it. All right. My guest today, very excited, Will Kelly. Will is uh, a doctor. That's how I think of him first. He's a doctor. That's impressive. A doctor doing stand-up comedy. He's uh, he's a good dude. Uh, he's also the most ambitious guest we've had because he showed up with a costume. So the first few minutes, he dressed up as one of the uh, other comics in the comedy scene. I won't spoil who it is, but he looks like a wizard. So uh, very funny guy. I appreciated him doing that. We recorded this on a Saturday morning, so I was rolling out of bed a little bit groggy, but uh, it was a great conversation. We had a great time. We talked about uh, his start in comedy. He started about 15 years ago in comedy. He started in high school. He was doing it kind of on and off, but really loves it and been seeing him more at Mike's here in Greenville. Um, talked about what it's like to be a doctor. I asked him if anybody could become a doctor, and he kind of said, yeah, if you work hard and if you're reasonably smart. Um, talked about comedy. Um, and a whole bunch of other stuff, too. Will's a great guy. Get to know him. Follow him at the links below. Check him out on stage in Greenville, and I hope you enjoy that interview. Before we get into the interview, though, here's what's going on this week in local comedy, the week of July 11th, 2022. So uh, tonight, Coffee Underground, hosted by No Expectations Comedy, Travis Thubbend, um, Craig Holcomb, that show starts at 7. Get there uh, before 6.30 to sign up. Tuesday at the Radio Room, 8 o'clock. Um, I think Bill's going to be hosting this week. Show up, sign up, um, or message Bill uh, for a spot. Also on Tuesday at the Art Bar in Columbia, hosted by Patrick Fowler. That's an 8.30 show. Uh, DM Patrick to get a spot before you drive down. Also on Tuesday, the Auditorium in Asheville, hosted by James Herod, another great mic. Um on uh, Wednesday, there's a show. This is Ben Jennings' baby. Um, 
It's a show that starts at 7.30. Uh, Brad Deaton, Tucker Lawson, who was our guest last week, Kyle O'Ren, and Dougie Almeida is headlining. That's a show at The Lounge uh, downtown. I don't believe there's a cover, but yeah, new venue. Check it out. Ben's doing a great job with that show. Um, disclaimer, open mic on also on Wednesday. That's in Asheville. That's going to be at 8 o'clock. Kerry Goff's a point of contact there. Um, Comedy Zone this Thursday. There's no open mic, but uh, we do have a celebrity comic in town, Paulie Shore. He has two shows at 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock on Thursday at the Comedy Zone. The 8 o'clock show is already sold out, so uh, get tickets to that 10 o'clock show um, if you can. Um, on Friday, we have Habibas, all jokes aside, hosted by Dante Anderson. That show starts at 9 o'clock, no cover. I'll message Dante for a spot. And at the Comedy Zone this weekend... Um, all weekend, Friday through Sunday, Anthony Rodia is going to be there. Two shows on Friday at 7 and 9, two shows on Saturday at 6 and 9, and one show on Sunday at 7 o'clock. All right, that's it for local comedy. Hope you guys have a fantastic week. I'll be back the following week. Look forward to seeing you guys, um, and I hope you enjoy my interview with Will Kelly. Here it is. Uh, we're back on the show. Uh, What's up? <laughs> uh very special guest today. Uh, we finally got him. Yep. We finally got him. Tom Emmons. It's me, Tom Emmons. It's Tom Emmons, everyone. I this finally is... decided to do your stupid radio show. Yeah, Tom, I just... Um, what, can you tell me like why it took you so long to like decide to do this? Uh, I mean, I thought this is bullshit. And, uh, <laughs> uh, um. I don't know. I mean, Do you not I just, respect me, Tom? Should I? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. Then, no. <laughs> Tom? Uh, no. You tell uh, me a joke, dude? So, um, anybody ask me how I'm doing, I, I tell them I'm just peachy. Because <laughs> uh, on the outside, it's a little bit too hairy. <laughs> A little the, bit too hairy. On the inside, it's just wet and squishy. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes, Tom. I think that's that's the wrong number. Number uh, sixty nine. Do you have one of those? Six. It's between one and thirteen. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Mm, thirteen. Thirteen. David, you're an asshole. <laughs> Uh, Dude, I am an asshole. So, uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you what do you think about that Will Kelly guy? He's he's a piece of shit. Oh, right? uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, if I had to say like anything about Will Kelly, I think like he's a huge piece of shit for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. I th I just think he's really dumb and uh, you know just really stupid. I think. I know you did this instead of killing yourself. <laughs> yeah, I. I I, told, I, I think he should kill himself. Yeah. David or Will? Oh, wait. Yeah, Will. Will. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. It's early on a Saturday. I'm tracking. This is improv. Will. Um, oh, I, just kidding. Oh, shit. Oh, my it me God. The whole time. It, it, was, it was Will Kelly the whole time. Now, don't you feel like an asshole? I think so. I think so. Sorry to disappoint. Well, that was the most impressive thing that's ever been tried on this uh, podcast before. Nobody's ever brought props before? Uh, I don't usually do props, except for uh, the sketch pad. Yeah? Have you seen that one before? I don't remember you doing the sketch pad. Oh, I'll show you some. I, 
I, I don't do it that much because uh, it's it's hard to read. Like you have to be. It, it, I don't know if you've seen um, Dimitri Martin mm-hmm. stuff before. I had something kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Dimitri yeah. Martin before. Uh, but the and I like it. But the problem is, it's like unless you're in like the first couple of rows of an audience, you're not gonna see what the heck it, it says on there. Yeah. Because your pad's a normal size. It's like... You have to hold the mic to your face. Wait, uh, <laughs> it's that big? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but if I ever had a place with... What do like, you write on there? Um, what do I write on there? I had... Um, I had a... The first page is... Uh, it's just a picture I drew of like an audience laughing at a joke. <laughs> And uh, there's also like a horse in the background, for, uh-huh. just because that makes me laugh. A horse in the background of there's the audience a horse for no reason there. Okay, uh, you'd get it if you saw it. Uh, so you drew a picture of an audience laughing, and you hold it up. This is a picture of an audience laughing. Yeah, so I can look at it when 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 jokes bomb. <laughs> this makes me feel better. That's a really funny idea. How'd you think of that? I don't know. It was. Where do you get your ideas from? I Will? think I was in college when I did most of that stuff okay came up with that stuff yeah um yeah i mean people don't know but like i've been doing stand-up like off and on mostly off for a long time since college uh before college actually holy shit yeah uh i did um i did a little mini thing when i was in high school at uh for a church event okay yeah what was that? Um, have you ever heard of uh, something called Sakahachi? No. Uh, no idea what that is. It's uh, basically like summer church camp where they okay. go and uh, kind of high school age kids. So you go and repair homes for people around okay. the Carolina state. Good for you. It's probably more of a Midlands kind of thing. I don't think I don't know if they do it. Well, I guess they do do it around here. But anyways, um, they had a like a group. At the end of the week, we'd do a group kind of skit or talent show or mm-hmm. something. And uh, I had been, you know, on Comedy Central, they used to have uh, stand-up comedy like every Friday night. This okay. was back in like 2003. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so when you were like three years old. When I was three? I don't know. what. How old were you then? Dude, I'm old as shit. <laughs> You're just going to make you feel really good. In 2003, I was in sixth grade. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Pretty I'm like, good. we're on the same age probably. Yeah, that's not too bad. How old are you? I'm 35. 36 next month. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thriving. Thriving. 36 and thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the, the Friday Night Comedy Central. So that inspired the- Yeah, I used the, to like, uh, watch all that because I had no life when I was in high school. Really? Uh, what do you mean you had no life? Oh, I mean, I, I was just a nerd. I was a band nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you. Yeah, yeah, you didn't mention that. Yeah. But uh, but any, I, I like to watch that, and that's kind of what got me into doing yeah. it. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? I could do some of that. And yeah. I, that was kind of, like, I was a nerd. But <laughs> that was the way I kind of uh, developed friendships, got to know people, is just being the guy who's telling the jokes. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd watch a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a while, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I could just try my hand at this sometime. Yeah. 
and that was really like is that that camp that you tried it the first time yeah so what was this so this was like in front of the whole like, uh, all of, the campers yeah pretty much and what did you do um i'm not sure i even remember most of what i did i had a i had a thing about like i thought mary kate and ashley were three different people okay I, <laughs> dude that that dates me man the uh, fact that a mary kate and ashley olsen reference and that's uh, that's an old one mm-hmm. uh god what three else? different people oh, who's the third one i i thought like mary kate and ashley oh three. oh yeah uh that's a good joke, dude, because it seems like that. I actually remember every time, like, on the full house credits, mm-hmm. because it was confusing, because they'd show one character, yes, but she was played by both actresses, and then it was, like, the three names, like you said, Mary, yeah. Kate, and Ashley Olsen. Oh, I remember now. I had a... three people. That's a funny joke. I, yeah, it wasn't too bad for a high schooler, I think. I mean, I don't know if people would get it now, but... yeah topical is this yours that's mine shit okay (laughs) dude i'm such a horrible host i want to pause for a second because uh we're not pausing the the story though but like uh i was 30 minutes late this morning saturday morning pretty unreliable (laughs) will (laughs) will you you were on time i messaged you but yeah when you didn't reply i was like maybe he's gonna cancel and then i like hit the snooze and then you messaged me you were here and i was like oh (laughs) shit yeah i was in the car man it's good but Will is a Good doctor, drive. so he keeps his appointments. I try. Actually, do most doctors keep appointments? Um, or are a lot of doctors late? What's the what's the what's the cliche? Uh well, as a whole, I could go on for like an hour about that by itself. Uh but I don't really like I don't really have appointments myself, uh, because what I do Your is internal medicine. I'm a hospitalist. Um, Mm -hmm. so the good thing about that is, well, the way it works is I I get like a list of people in the hospital I need to see that day. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I can just kind of get to them as I need, as I, Oh, so you don't have to keep appointments. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really have an appointment. It's just like, Uh I'm going to get to the sickest person first or whoever needs to get sent home first Mm -hmm. and prioritize my list of who I'm going to see that day. I gotcha. And occasionally have to go into the ER and admit somebody from there. Okay. Randomly during the day. Okay. Uh, so I don't have an actual, like any appointments. I gotcha. But you still were on time for this one. And I was a piece of crap. <laughs> Dude, Saturday mornings are rough. It is. It's rough. Yeah. I know. That's I'm why, not, yeah. that's why it's not that bad. I mean, like you said, it's, it's Saturday morning. Saturday's supposed to be for, uh, relaxing the boys, you know, you heard that? The boys. Saturdays for the boys. I haven't heard that. That one. was such a stupid thing. That was Barstool a few years ago. Okay. That was They had flags for it. They literally say, I think they probably still do. It's like college age kids. Saturdays are for the boys, Will. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so finish the, finish the camp story. So you were, you were, yeah. did the camp. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen I had bits. A, I remember now um, I had a story it was it was about an experience that happened there at camp with um with ladies we worked for mm-hmm. uh I'll try to tell it correctly because i haven't thought about it in a long time um so we were i think what we were doing we had a like an old window and paint and mess all over it so we were scraping some of its old paint off with a knife mm-hmm. and um so just sitting there you know working in it's a church group church or church organization you're working with 
and, and the lady who lives there was helping us out. She was doing a little bit of work too, um, which, mm-hmm. which is nice. She didn't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but the lady who you were helping was helping with the work? Yeah, yeah. She was helping out. That you is know? nice. Uh, she could have just she, sat back and be like, yeah, kids, you're my bitches. Yeah, a lot of people work. maybe do, but um, she was nice. Uh, but anyways, we're working on doing this thing. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she makes this comment like, hey, this looks like the knife I stabbed my husband with. What? <laughs> really? So, of course, that got our attention. Yeah. So uh, she was crazy. A little bit. Well, uh, she, she said um, they got in a bad argument and he uh, pulled a knife. And she said, wait and let me. I'm going to get my I'm going to get one, too. And so he sat and waited. What? Apparently. So she like respecting rules uh, of the cat. I the mean, duel? You can respect your gangster, I guess. I but. guess, yeah. Uh, and and uh, so she's like, yeah, I wasn't messing around. I went straight for the heart. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm in the hospital. Um, and we're like, so is that why you guys separated? We're like, no, we stayed together for like twelve more years. We had kids together. You know? <laughs> so she stabbed him in the heart. Uh, I don't know, somewhere or near the heart. To? I guess not the heart, because he would have probably died. But uh, So, I, I used that story. Wow. Um, How did the church crowd respond to the that? Uh, I mean, most of them kind of knew that story already. But Okay. Uh, Get think, laughs? Oh, yeah. It did? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, oh, I had another story from there. Yeah, yeah. Go um, ahead. I don't, know, I don't know if I told this during my stand-up, but... Um, so uh, th- some of the churches around the town would uh, make us like bag lunches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So for a while we were working, so we go church to church. They they bring contribute and give us some food to eat. Okay. Um, and uh, so they sent us off uh, with this bag lunch one day from I don't know what church, and uh, they give us sandwiches and snacks and stuff and these little moist towelettes, which are kind of nice because you know you don't have stuff to clean yourself up with on site. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're using it and kind of wiping my mouth a little bit. And I was like, mouth feels kind of funny. Like, what is this? And it looked a little closer. They're hemorrhoid wipes. <laughs> no joke. Wait, so what's in a hemorrhoid wipe versus a uh, normal? I don't know. It's like uh, antibiotics. I think it's like kind of an anesthetic uh, <laughs> or like steroids probably. Um, okay. Yeah. So what does it do to your lips when you rub hemorrhoid it wipes? It feels a little numb for a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that was kind of the gist of my beginning in comedy. Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, I, I didn't do much anything after that. And then, uh, you know, I went to Clemson uh-huh. out there. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, am I supposed to look at you or the camera? <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I I've never done anything before, dude. It doesn't matter. Uh, I normally look at. Uh, I don't know, Matt. You, but I've made it all you the know. time. All I can say right now is, you know, I started. So I started at the bottom, <laughs> and uh, now I'm here <laughs> doing a podcast in a white guy's apartment. Yeah, I'm going places, dude. You've arrived, man. This is like a big deal. This is legit. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> no, this dude. place looks a lot nicer on video. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it does. I've gotten that before. It's small. It's. Did you think it was bigger? I thought it was cleaner. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just yeah. giving you shit. I don't know. You should, dude. You should. I'm 30 minutes late and uh, rolled out of bed. Uh, no, I to Gandalf the Gray. And I haven't lived <laughs> in an, an apartment a little while. Yeah, and uh, I, I guess I take for granted uh, living in a house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It would be nice, man. I mean, this is a condo. I own this, yeah. so I'll I'll keep it for. Oh, that's for, cool, man. For good. It's in a fantastic location. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, it's small, but uh, yeah. Downtown yeah. is like all that. Like was. I mean, shoot, everything down here is way too expensive. And even this, like I got before the market went up crazy. Yeah. So if, I got if, lucky. Yeah. If you you tried to get this this year. Uh, yeah, it'd be absurd. Way too much. Be like, mm-mm. yeah. Um, you'd be, uh, yeah, you'd be literally an arm and a leg. Yes. But yeah, it, it, even if in my house, I could, you know, the house I bought, we bought it in twenty early twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, like right when things started to get to shit. That's when know? I got this. Yeah, exactly. It was like April of that year, uh, and. If I were to sell my house now, I could probably get like 150 grand more than what I paid for it. At Holy shnikes. I'm pretty sure in the market right now because it totally flipped. Doctor and real estate baller. <laughs> but I would never get a place that nice again. Uh, right, right. It's kind of like, yeah, it's really a double-edged thing because mm-hmm. if you sold it at that high price, you're gonna just going to have to go compete with no, other buyers to I get would, something. Uh, yeah, I would. For the price I pay for my house right now, I'd like you get a studio apartment, right? You know, for the monthly, for the mortgage price, you know. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. You mean like if you're renting a studio apartment, you'd like, have to pay the same amount as what yeah, your mortgage is? Probably. Yeah. If not more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Down here, probably. Uh, but yeah, like, anyways, I um, uh, did a little bit of stuff here and there and college in comedy what kind of stuff do you do improv in um, college no i never did improv um i was never i never felt like i was good at improv like yeah everything i do is very kind of thought out rehearsed and, okay uh but i did um like i you know i did those couple of shows in high school and i really wanted to do something again in college mm-hmm. but i didn't like know of any opportunities and right there was nothing like the scene here in greenfield now uh i don't know if there was anything period at that point where where was this anderson clemson, clemson area yeah there was nothing oh well, i mean there was nothing in greenville there's nothing in greenville either comedy wise so. and what year was this this was like 2004 to 2008 okay uh interesting um i mean there eventually was during that period uh, but not like it is now like where Nick there's Shaheen like multiple mics and stuff. Nick Shaheen. Adam stuff. Schulte always references Nick Shaheen uh, as like the godfather of Greenville comedy. He was the guy who like there was literally nothing in Greenville as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe somebody can correct me, but um, I'm pretty sure there was no open mic comedy anything uh, before he uh, started getting some stuff going. Wow. And I think Tom Emmons was part of that and uh yeah as well uh-huh uh because tom i think i don't know because he never comes on <laughs> i don't know his tenure in comedy i want to say it's like 15 years 
yeah, which would place that him about right. Probably. What is twenty twenty two minus fifteen? I think he started two thousand seven. Uh, yeah, he started around that time I was in college and trying mm-hmm. to do some things too. Actually, is that math even right? Three thousand ten. Yeah, it's like two thousand seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Gosh. That, that sounds was, right. Yeah, that was when I graduated high school. Yeah. Uh but I um so I was so like ambitious to do something mm-hmm. that I um like just found like a like a gathering space in uh on campus at clemson yeah and just message a whole bunch of my friends like hey come listen to me tell some jokes holy shit Uh, you did this at clemson oh yeah i did it like twice how many people came i got probably like 10 people ish that's great um that's a great audience it was for something that's like completely unconventional and like oh yeah it was totally unannounced and i got like a couple of my roommates a couple of guys i know from band and dude i didn't know you were this like passionate about like getting out there and and doing stuff i was pretty ambitious and yeah uh, so i had i did that and then i kept looking and there was like i said nick about that time nick shaheen whoever was whoever else was doing it uh made some things available here in greenville that i showed up to uh we were i think we started out i don't know when coffee underground started maybe it's probably was about when coffee underground was about to get started okay uh and there was i remember we did comedy in some dingy bar uh underground somewhere here in greenville and uh it's one of those, there's not even a stage. You're just standing behind yeah. some people at a bar. So uh-huh. you can imagine how well that went. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's this place called The Gathering Spot, which it's called something else now uh, that we had open. That was a pretty good gig for a while. Dude, this is crazy. You were so you were around during like the founding of Greenville Comedy. You were like going up at this point? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a few, um, dude. So, like, technically, like, if you wanted to say, like, you said off and on, mostly off. Yeah, but you'd been around for like fifteen years. Yeah, dude. So everyone like you are Tom Evans. Everyone thinks maybe like, oh, it's like this real. Will guy who's you know new, maybe doing new, doing comedy for like two years or so. Uh, but I was like, no, I've actually oh, for a long time. But now I kind of feel like really, you're a liar. Will. Really spotty. Uh, <laughs> you're you're good, like at jokes and stuff early. Uh, so I thought you were just good at that, but you've been doing this a while. No, I yeah, like very uh, yeah, like if I'm good at anything, it's because I just bust my ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, but you know, in college it, again, it was like a forty minute drive, and I was a poor college student, and I was trying to get in medical school. Mm-hmm. So of course. Uh, you know, wasn't available to do a whole lot back then. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a couple like talent shows and things and, um, I had a real good time. Uh, they had a spill the beans in Clemson mm-hmm. did like this big like talent show. And so I got all my friends to come in and okay, we had a like packed house and it just killed. Really? Uh, what did you do? What kind of stuff I did had, you do for the talent show? I actually show? had the, the, the drawing pad that time. Okay. Uh, that's when I first did that. Okay. Um, I'll show. I should have brought it because um, I could actually show you what I'm talking about. If you uh, can send me pictures of stuff, I will. I can maybe put them you up can over stick the screen. Them right here. Well, I can like edit it over. 
And right there. Right. Right, uh, right there. <laughs> I can hang them up. Me in college. Yeah, I'll just hang it up permanently. No, I'll do, you can put it. David's yeah. gonna be like, "What the hell?" He's like, "I'm not editing all this shit in because you just pointing at the air, man." Like, <laughs> oh, are you point? Oh, you, oh, you're pointing at the. Notice this. No. Um, Notice this picture of David when he was 14. <laughs> David's like, what the "Fuck, man!" Like, <laughs> baby pictures of myself. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I want to know what else is on the notepad. So the one of the pictures you put up was the uh, audience laughing. Um, at your own joke yeah uh i so uh, i'll send you the um actually I, I did a recording a video last time i uh did the poster uh-huh. or the whatever you call it and uh I recorded it so i can send you the recordings so you can see the whole thing okay um because uh I, I didn't like post it or any or do anything with it because you still can't see really what the hell is on there but you, you 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 can see enough get the gist okay uh but it was um just to answer your question though um uh, there's a bit about um products and how they uh add labels to the people add labels to products that really like don't mean anything but it's to sell more like what like a bundle of grapes that says gluten free. Like, of course it's gluten free. It's just some fucking grapes. <laughs> but uh, so I had. Uh, I didn't know that. So I riffed on that, and it was like, what is gluten? Do you tell me what gluten is? It's a protein and wheat. And dextrin. it's a protein and wheat. Uh, That's why we have a doctor on the show. <laughs> Actually, yeah. It. Um, Your medical training wouldn't make you know what gluten is, would it? Medical you, training. Yeah, you just know that. Uh yeah it is it, I mean you learn it in school you learn the about because there's school? a real condition called celiac, celiac disease that uh, is truly uh, intolerant of gluten okay and so uh, you have to recognize the symptoms and diagnose it and then tell people hey don't eat this crap how hard is medical school do you think anybody could be a doctor I think well, no <laughs> to answer your question but I. In medical school, like mo- I think most people who are like fairly smart uh-huh. can make it through if they work hard enough. Okay, you know, because okay. I was one of those kids. Like, I'm not a brilliant person. Like, I'm not like some guy who got like, straight A's in high school and everything. Like, I I did well. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the like the way I made it, like I said, the way I made it through all of that. Is just from grinding. Hard work. Grinding so hard. Okay. Studying medical school like 11 hours a day. Like yeah. just every day just grinding it out. Uh, and so uh, if, you, if you work hard enough at it, uh, you can make it. Okay, so you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be a genius. You, have to have, like you have to be like, you have to have like, like yeah. a potential like, you have to have a, you have to be at least pretty smart. Yeah. But you don't have to be like rocket scientist you know all right so i could be a doctor <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know man it's <laughs> it's it's an act no i'm just kidding i just want to feel like it's, i it's just i just want to feel good about myself i want to feel like i could have done it i don't know man i could have done it if i wanted to i, I just, don't know what you i just chose to uh, sell to doctors and and do comedy and make podcast you got to be pretty dang you comedy takes a lot of intelligence I don't know. it's just 
a certain type of intelligence. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. I think I think good comedians are smart. You got to be because you got to. You got to. It's it's interpersonal. Or a little bit self aware intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something I'm still developing. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's self aware of you to say. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you say that? Like socially, or like, uh, or like engaging with an audience, and like. Yeah, I try to try that to, feel is like hard to like. It takes a long time to develop. Yeah, that that's what I mean. Like the feel, like, like you're learning how to um, engage with an audience. Yeah, because uh, like good, real good comics can do that. Yeah, they can. You know, you start a set, it's not going that well, and pivot and. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah, I feel like I'm still trying to figure that out too. Like consistently, like like where you stand right now, like. Mm-hmm. Where's the energy? Are they digging you? Are they hating you? Yeah. You can kind of tell, but to be able to like navigate it quickly. Yeah, because like like Brandon Rainwater does that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, with his hosting. Yeah. Yeah, we see it with hosting. Um. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'll be able to like basically improvise little things, little conversations with people, mm-hmm. and he'll. Um, who was I talking to? Talking to somebody about that, but he'll work the whole stage. Yeah. And like be able to move quickly from boop 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 boop. Yeah, I've till it kind of gets everybody in on the show, which is good. Right, because like I said, I I've never. It, it would probably benefit me to do some improv. Yeah, uh, class of some sort, because uh, I'm like an idiot with that. Uh, I just kind of have my set, and you know, if it goes well, that's fantastic. If it doesn't, I'm kind of like, eh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like what? <laughs> eh. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, this isn't going well. Yeah. I, I I feel like I do that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, you don't like me. Shit. Yeah. So I got to be able to get to that. It would be nice to get to that point where, you know, you have, you know, you have this um, library of jokes in your head. And you can just pull one out here yeah. and there. Yeah. Um, you ever performed in front of an all-black audience? I don't think I have. You don't think you have? Um, yeah. I, uh, I, was, uh, I was at Habiba's last night. You ever been to yeah. Habiba's? I have not yet. Yeah. It was a predominantly black crowd, and the energy was different. Uh, I, I, I have performed in front of all-black audiences, but like I hadn't in a while. Yeah. And... Uh, it was it was late and there was like a birthday party in the room and there was like a lot of distractions and I was uh, like yeah. I was like shit and like so kind of what yeah. we're talking about with like getting the energy right and like mm-hmm. trying to like know instinctively what to do yeah like my normal jokes would not have worked in that environment yeah there's I like had to talk I had to do crowd work basically yeah there's environments and, like and hope to get laughs off the shit I was saying to them yeah I basically I, tried to flirt with them because it was mostly it was it was you, mostly uh, black ladies okay. And they were like, they weren't going to give me any pity laughs. They'd be like, who is no, this stupid white boy? <laughs> I was like, fuck. I was like, hey, ladies, want to yeah. wanna make out? There, there are certain audiences, like, like some audiences like a good, like, rehearse set. And some audiences, like, expect you to be more, like, in the moment and involving they want to be involved they yeah. expect to be involved yeah i think the crowd last uh, night it was 
authentic in the moment and involve them. Like you had yeah, to do that. They don't give a shit about your rehearse code. They want you to come in, get them going. Yeah. They want and then ease into jokes, like really almost like yeah. without you even. Yeah, you can like ease into jokes after you. They they want you to like earn their respect. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, dude. And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I've I've not kind of learned how to do that just yet. Uh, dude, you should just do it. They'd love you, a hundred percent. I mean, if you like just like really awkwardness, then uh, no, I well, I uh, I was gonna say this at the beginning, but like I really I really like your style of comedy on stage because it's like I mean I can get a lot about your personality just to, like how you That's deliver good. jokes, like um, there's like a quirkiness to you, mm-hmm. and like I could tell like like I I talk to doctors a lot with my job mm-hmm. and uh, just mannerisms I can tell it's your day job, <laughs> and uh, and then when you hit us with like savage jokes or like. It's just it just fits together nicely. Good, like your persona. So like, I'm yeah, and and I I'm a fan of like it's it's likable, it's unique. I appreciate so, it. Yeah, a vibe uh, with it. Yeah, I always thought of um, and I think all black audiences would too, for sure. Well, that's good. I th- I'll have to work on Habibas some of these. <laughs> yeah, days. you come come to Habibas. It'll it'll yeah. humble you too, because like again, uh, I've been humbled. Yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I almost regretted going because I was. It didn't. I mean, it went okay, but I've I was been like, in places like that, you know. Uh, and I guess there was some um, for a little while. We had this thing going on in in Anderson for a minute. Um, for Electric was, City Comedy. Yeah, yeah. We, you went to that before, right? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, I, I was that's probably where I met you at. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Did you go every time or just a um, few times? most of the times that I could go. Okay. Uh, but so that went That's on. That's right, that was dude. Above, I totally blocked that out of my brain. Yeah. That was above, um, Doolittle's. Doolittle's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So that went on for a while and then that kind of went down. Uh, I think they had some problems with the venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, that was nice for you. Cause you lived right there. Oh yeah. It was fantastic. I forgot. That was, yeah, it was a lot shorter driving. It was like 15 minutes versus like 40 minutes yeah. of driving. Yeah. But, uh, and then for a little while we had this thing in uh, this kind of dive bar in Anderson. Uh, it's mm-hmm. called the Growler House. Mm-hmm. Had that for a minute, and that was um, that was. If you think you're funny, that's good. That was a humbling place there. Oh, uh, I did it a couple times. It went really good one time, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the time it was basically just me talking into a microphone with nobody listening shit so like okay that. so growler house was this a, a situation where the uh the bar patrons are just like kind of lined up and they could choose to look yeah, at the, their own tvs yeah, like, or, a, like a lot of the bar was like you imagine the bar is like shaped like this so you have people yeah. people uh kind of along this way yeah along this way so they're facing there uh-huh. and then i'm standing like over like this direction like looking that way yeah uh, so like part of them are like facing away from me and the other part is like facing a wall <laughs> in the other direction. <laughs> and, uh, Dude, that is so brutal. I've done shows brutal, like that at a bar where like, yeah, they're not paying attention. That's what it Dude, was. that is the rudest shit. They should at least turn around. Yeah. Turn around and, and pity laugh or like, yeah, no, no pity laugh. But, but like. There was just, one time just cold shouldering you. Yeah, cold oh shouldering my me. God, finally. like I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna really kill myself, bro. 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, but the good thing was I got to just like dry rehearse my materials. So it yeah. wasn't like all bad. Did you acknowledge that they weren't looking? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I still don't care. <laughs> it's good. Not caring is the way to be. But it went well once. Like there was just a, like a, you know, it was just one of those days. It was a good vibe, and like, oh yeah, and um, those shows are kind of a mind f because they can go well. But yeah, like, if the bar patrons, I mean, I don't know if you kind of think about like, like maybe they just had a long day at like a a tough manual labor job or like, like yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe they came back from the office. There's like, I don't want to. F- it's a dive bar. People just come to drink and, and yeah, they're like, who is this jackass talking into the mic? Yeah, I get it, man. I and they're just there. like, I don't want to hear this. Uh, yeah people just want to hang out and uh, that's why it's it's like easier to do music in a place like that because they can just tune you out it doesn't matter you right. know right uh does live music add a lot to a venue you think like that i, I mean how much better would it be if you just had the eagles playing on the I sound don't think system so um i don't really know many people that like go into a bar grill and are like, oh, thank God, there's a guy playing guitar. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're kind of like uncomfortable. Like you don't want to look at them. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that's like, how people feel about comics. I'm sure when comics yeah, are doing bad or something. Like, do I clap or like just? Yeah, like you kind of, kind of like, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, dude, I hate bar shows. Brewery shows are better if it's like uh, a dedicated space for the show, and there's like chairs around, yeah. and they're like not distractions. Yeah, but like. Yeah, if you're like optional entertainment and I get to choose between you and the Clemson game or like mm-hmm. if the TVs are on, mm-hmm. most people are going to pick the Clemson oh, game. Oh, totally. Um, I don't, I don't you or me, I'm saying, but like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, bar I, shows. I, yeah, I hate But they'll put hair on your nuts, though, dude. Oh, they'll make you a better totally. comic yeah. because your give a fuck factor goes down a lot. Yeah, you, that's that's what you got to do, man. You got to go to good places and you got to go to bad places because if yeah. you just go and like a good venue and people are like always like haha you're you know wanting to like hear what you have to say with comedy zone you mean uh yeah i mean we go to places like comedy zone can be brutal sometimes comedy zone can be brutal uh it actually yeah it's really interesting yeah it's there's a it's a different standard in comedy zone like compared to like if i'm at coffee underground coffee underground you can get you can get by. You can kinda. get easier laughs, maybe with a. I don't even want to say easier because no laugh is easy, but like, you know, um, but it's a smaller bit room. All the attentions focused forward. The audience members are more anonymous. They can laugh like yeah. anonymously because it's so dark. Yeah, and then it's it's a great room for. It's a great room for uh, for learning and developing and mm-hmm. I usually, yeah. Is that how, is that how you treat it? Like you, you take new jokes to coffee underground and uh, kind of flesh them out. Yeah. Um, like for me, uh, like if I, I maybe don't go to, uh, Mike's as often as some other folks in Greenville because it's, you know, it's just harder to do and mm-hmm. more of a commitment for me. Um, so a lot of the time, if I'm going to make the commitment to come all the way down here, uh, I want to do it with like at least something new that I haven't done already. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, I just want to, because it's more interesting to me that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. If I don't have new stuff to go off of on Monday, I'm like kind of, 
I, I will have something new. Even if it's terrible, I'll say something different. That's good. On Mondays. But, of course, I mean... Not for the full five. I usually have to go back to old oh, stuff yeah. to fill out the full five minutes. But, like... Totally. There's usually something I, I try... I really like when I have something excited that I'm excited about to try on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't always. When I don't have something, I'm like, shit. Like... Yeah. I, I, I like, just... Sometimes I'll even say that, like, ah, like <laughs> this is going to be dog shit. But yep. you shouldn't even do that, probably. You shouldn't neg yourself on a set, but... Uh, yeah, I've tried not, I got into a, I got into a little bit of a funk where, yeah, I think we all do when you're, you're just trying too hard. Mm-hmm. It's too hard. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so I would kind of go in and out of that a little bit, uh, where and that, that's kind of part of why I would be so spotty for a long time mm-hmm. is because I would, I would come up with new jokes and do some material that I'd done before a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of the new stuff didn't like go as good as I wanted right. it to. Right. And so again, my mindset would be kind of similar to, you know, going through med school and all that. It's like, oh, I just sit there and grind it out, grind it out. Yeah. Just keep going back. And, right. uh, when I would like sit there and or just stare at the screen until you come up with something funny. Oh, oh, I, grind I out like, the writing. Yeah, I with see. the writing, I mean, and, yeah. and it doesn't work that way. I've learned um, you can't make something funny. You can't make joy out of like bitterness. <laughs> uh, so you can't make something funny out of like your frustration of not thinking of anything. I mean, maybe you could spin that somehow, but. Um, but you can't just stare at the screen and really like you. You you can't make a joke happen because you just wanted it to that bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's that, yeah. I I don't write sitting down to think of something. I just try to like go out and have fun. Yeah, and have conversations with people and like just stuff will way. happen that's, and then and then we'll laugh and I'll be like, oh, I'm laughing. Like what made yes. us laugh? Right, you got to write it down there, man. Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you can't um, wait. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld uh, has a little metaphor about that. I told it on the show before, and Rory O'Connor freaking mentioned it the other night. He's such, oh yeah, yeah. You like you know you know Rory, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's such a comedy nerd. But the the, the quote Jerry Seinfeld had was, um, "Ideas are like little mice that come in and out of your home, mm-hmm. and they'll like go unattended, mm-hmm. and like when they come by, you just need to like step on their tail and say, oh, there you go.' And <laughs> That's then pretty good." And then, yeah. That's pretty good. I, yeah, it's a pretty good Seinfeld. We got to, like, <clears throat> a lot of people have been hating on Jerry Seinfeld in the scene. I'm like, <sighs> Jerry is. Jerry. I, I have a lot of respect for Jerry Seinfeld. And uh, I like his show. Um, I like I like watch it most day. It, it's a nice thing to have on Netflix. I can just watch it. If I miss something, it's, oh, it's yeah. like not that critical. It's not like a. I wonder how it's, how it's doing. Like if a lot of people are still watching it. I watch it. Yeah. It is it is a good show, to your point, to like kind of yeah. just put on and just have in the background. Yeah, I need or, that. I need something that's you can just put on and it's not like depressing and super dramatic. Yeah. Like I, I don't like drama shows. I don't, you don't? Okay. Not so much. What's I, your favorite TV show of all time? Oh, man. What is my favorite TV show? God, Seinfeld's up there for me. Seinfeld's good. Um, 
I don't know. I just all I can think of is like what I've been watching lately. What have you been watching and, lately? Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger pretty, Things. Pretty good. I gotta get back into it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not like a groundbreaking TV show, but it's it's something fun to watch. Well, there's something weird going on in this town, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what the premise is. Like aliens or something. Uh, Cobra Kai is good. Cobra I know Kai? that's kind of drama, but that's okay. As much drama as I can. As much tolerate. drama as you can handle. Did you watch Breaking Bad? I never did. Uh, I never watched the shows everybody else watches. That was, was weird. <laughs> we watched Stranger Things. Everybody, that's a basic I guess that's ass show. The only thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's well, basic. I, I don't have like I never got like HBO and I never like wanted to go through the effort of pirating it and uh, <laughs> uh, it's too much effort for me. Yeah. Uh, I watched. I watched a good bit of anime. Anime. I never did that, dude. Yeah. Everybody watch like a lot of people watch anime in comedy. Good. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. It's like, couldn't you all? You, you got to watch like the right things. Cause there's a lot like, it's like the stories are interesting. It's like, like, what is it? It's like, uh, you you can't just say I like anime. That's like saying I like Netflix. Like it's, that's a gigantic category of like crap. Like you could go from like completely like anime. You can go from like completely spaced out, like LSD, like what the fuck am I watching? Right. To like very sophisticated drama um, and anything in between. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I think if you're going to be try something out and it would. I'm just fascinated all the different types of people that are into it. Because you're into anime. Um, Jalen's into anime. Kyle Ren is into anime. Kyle anim- Ren, yeah. If you were, I'd say if you were going to start out watching. Basically self-professed nerds and Watching and something that's overlap in this yeah. area. <laughs> if you're going to watch something that's not like really freaking weird and doesn't take a lot of commitment, um, and you'd probably enjoy, I would say, watch Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. It's, a, it's all, there's only like. Is it on Netflix? Yes, it is actually. Not the live action, the anime. They made a live action, but it's not as good. Okay. Um, there's only like 20 episodes in the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just about like, did you ever watch, uh, what's it called? Firefly? No. Anyways, it's about just bounty hunters in space. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot. Like, it's very... I liked it because the music is, like, a, such a big part of it. And, you know, I, I told you I grew up in band and stuff. Uh-huh. So the music of the show was very well written and very, like, well woven into the story. I gotcha. Um, and uh, it's... So they put a lot of effort into these productions. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like some wacky ass shit. It's like a drama that just sci-fi drama. It's not corny it because it's like cartoon characters and like crazy like wow. Like, no, it's like like people shooting each other and okay. falling off a cliff and like okay, being stabbed through the shoulder with a sword. Like it's like, this is probably just an acquired taste. Uh, I don't know, like sushi. Yeah, some like people. Sushi. It's sushi's food. It's just yeah. different kind of food. Yeah. It's fresh and a different. You like sushi? It's raw fish. Um, yeah, I do like sushi. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I, c- I couldn't get my parents to into it. Uh, um, are they from here? Well, they live in Anderson now as yeah. of like two months ago. 
Okay. But they Where are they from originally? Where I grew up is which is uh Lugolf. Um they were like Camden, Lugolf. I have no idea stuff. where this is. Is it in the state? It's in South Carolina. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. Well, I just meant like uh their kind of, their uh their cuisine. I mean, sushi's not really big here. Oh, no. Uh, well, in Greenville, we got some it, nice it's places. definitely not big out there. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I lived in a town with like literally two stoplights, and that's where uh, you grew up your whole life. Yeah, dude, what's that like? It's it's boring, man. It's, it's boring when you're a teenager. You know, uh, what we did uh, for entertainment, we would just just kind of walk around the neighborhood and like, uh, or, or like hike in the woods. We yeah. would go to Walmart. Go to Walmart. Walmart would just. Go to Walmart. Not going to buy anything. Uh, just walk around Walmart? Just walk around Walmart and just, like, mess with stuff. Play with, or, the, play with like, the sporting goods section? Or, like, hit each other with pool noodles and, and shit. And, like, that, <laughs> that was our entertainment. Like That's what you do in the summers growing up there? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. What else would you guys do? Blockbuster. Blockbuster? Because that was a thing. Yeah. Right around in the golf cart. You guys had a golf cart? I know. My friend did. Your friend did? Uh, I had a go-kart, actually. Okay. Uh, that was cool. That's pretty fun, man. Uh, go hiking, like I said. Hiking where, woods. though? Uh, there was a, a creek and a pond. Yeah, dude. Where I grew up. and uh, I remember we would do stuff like that when I was a kid. Uh, I was in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So, yeah. you know, small Midwest town. There was more stuff to do, but we would just ride our bikes. We did that a lot, yeah. There was um, what, what we would do sometimes was uh there would be construction in our neighborhood mm-hmm. and we'd drive around to the dumpsters <laughs> where they'd oh, yeah. throw away their excess their wood yeah and we'd go in there and like collect like the good pieces of wood mm-hmm. and then we'd have like our own hammer and nails and we try to build a fort build and it fort. would just oh, yeah. be so shitty but that's what we did man yeah build tree houses i was uh you know anything you could do like in the woods so we would build tree ho- that's when we were kids we'd build forts and tree houses Ride bikes off like these little ramps and things. And building forts was so fun, dude. It was freaking best. Dude. I wonder, do kids still do that? Uh, probably not, dude. That's that's such a tragedy. Yeah, I mean, kids nowadays they got all this entertainment and yeah. inside the house, and I, I doubt like most parents would would let you just let their children just kind of climb up in a tree and start nailing boards to it. Yeah, you know. Well, we'd build forts on the ground because we didn't have a lot of. Oh yeah, we did that. Woods too. behind my house, but yeah. um. The other thing we do was the uh, the Pepsi points challenge was going on. I don't remember that. <laughs> you remember that? No. Oh well, you. Uh, it was like Pepsi, Mountain Dew, any Pepsi product. <clears throat> you'd like take the cap off and look, and there'd be like either points oh. or like you get something free from the gas station. I think I remember that now. And like we didn't, we were just kids, so we would like go in the dumpsters and look for like old Pepsi bottles. I would have probably and, like, done something like that. We'd too. collect them, and then we'd ride our bikes to the gas station, yeah. and then like get stuff. And uh, awesome. that was really fun. We and we go to the. Um, there was a college campus nearby, and it would be summer, so there wouldn't be students there. So they'd have like bike trails, and like there was a golf course, and um, we'd go into the college campus buildings and run around and get yelled at by security. And nice. Um, but yeah, that was the kind of stuff we did when we were. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, like a little stand by me action. We never found a dead body though. Oh, that's too bad. Or like in Stranger Things, don't the kids like go out and have adventures or no? Yeah, yeah. I guess we would have been something like that, you know. Obviously, yeah. without the monsters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like you know we had. I like to find like animals, you know. Yeah. So we would find you torture them. Uh, 
it depends on what you call it. <laughs> I was kidding. Oh, we weren't. You're like, yeah, we kind of. We're, we're like, no, we weren't like trying to torture any, any animals, but like, but if I like put a frog in a bucket with some leaves in it, that's, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to torture him. On purpose. I thought I was doing him a favor at the time, but this frog is like, what the fuck? Looking back at him, it was I'm in this plastic shitty, cylinder you know? with like a leaf in it. What the hell? Kill me, dude. Yeah, like frogs and lizards and snakes. Oh yeah, dude. Turtles, I'm- fish uh yeah all about the wildlife yeah we would go uh my friend ori uh they had like a creek nearby their house in the woods and we would go there and they would make like these javelin spears and uh we'd find these big fish that would like accumulate in the streams at different points and we try to like spear them you ever actually get one no i was like (laughs) i would have been impressed no we didn't actually get one we did the old uh and we did the old um fight each other with large sticks oh yeah like kids do yeah yeah you did that um maybe maybe a little bit the one that i remember more though this was this was like my first adrenaline rush slash breaking the law kind of situation but uh and these were all my friends that went to the christian school it was really weird they were like they were bad kids oh you're some bad kids and not bad like it wasn't like we were but we were like early middle school like fifth grade sixth grade yeah and uh, what we would do is we would go and, like, we'd collect cans and stuff and, like, of varying sizes, like, recyclables. Like, we have these big cans of, like, peaches. And we'd go and, like, it'd be at night and we'd set them up in the road and cars would hit them. Oh. And then we'd, like, hide and watch the cars hit them. <laughs> we'd, like, put them between, like, traffic lights. And, wow. like, um, yeah, it was such a rush to be able to, like. That's a. Uh... It's a pretty douchey move. <laughs> it is so stupid. Uh, my one buddy, Adam Huber, I wasn't there when they did this, but I heard the story. Uh, you know Tidy Cats? The kitty litter? Kitty litter. Okay. You know the jugs they come in? Yeah. They're like pretty big? Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, there was an empty one of those, and he filled it up with water, so it was really heavy, uh-huh. and he put it in the road, and a van oh. wrecked it. Wow. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not And then lie. they chased him down. Yeah, I bet they did. It they, was pissed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of a story. Um, we were in college. Uh, one of the guys I knew was driving, driving around in um, a parking lot, and there was this big box. Uh-huh. Um, a big, tall box. Uh, like you would have gotten a refrigerator out of or something. Okay. Just a big, empty cardboard box uh-huh. sitting there. And he's, some reason he got it in his mind, he was going to just hit this big, empty box with his car just for fun. Okay. Yeah. But turns out it wasn't empty. What was in it? Fucked up the car. It was a refrigerator. There was, oh, there was a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe something else was in it. Uh, <laughs> just legendary, stupid. Just oh, legendary. my. How fast was he going? I don't know, man, but. Probably fast because he thought it was empty. He probably was like, yeah, I'm going to like hit this. I want to. Yeah, if you thought the cardboard box was empty, you'd want to hit it faster than slow. Legendary stupid man. Oh, my gosh, dude. That would Uh, suck. I got one other story for you. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. While we were in high school. um, Here's another thing. So I was working on it. I I was thinking of using this sometime, but maybe. Stand uh, up? Yeah. Yeah. just a story um and it's why you should never raise your children in a small town with nothing to do okay uh because they'll develop a game called truck tag like what we did <laughs> um 
So we were out camping at this the woods at this park. Um, there's a bunch of dirt roads and stuff going through it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how the heck we came up with this game, um, but it was called Truck Tag. It was okay. about as stupid as it sounds. Uh, so it involved um, two trucks on a dirt road. Um, it was like there's a person in, sitting in, in the back in the bed of each truck. Uh-huh. Um, so the object of the game, you, the one truck gets like, I don't know, a 10-second head start, and the other truck tries to uh, chase him down the road and corner him somewhere, and then the person that's in the back gets out and tags the truck, and then the pattern repeats. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the truck I was in um, ended up going off the road and hitting a tree. Oh, shit. And I was the idiot in the back, in the back. In, like, the bed of the truck uh, yeah, as it yeah. hits the tree? Yeah, I was in the bed, so, like, you know, the back windshield's, like, right here, and I'm uh-huh. sitting like this. Uh-huh. Um, so I think my head went through the windshield. The back uh, The back windshield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I got a uh, good little scar. Oh, that's where that's right, from? Right there. Nice little scar. That's where that's from? Yeah, probably should have got stitches. How old were you? Uh, 16, 17. Truck tag? 17. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. Uh, we also did drive-by water balloonings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, one of my friends got hit by a truck doing that. Yeah. I don't know why. Does I that hurt if you if you water balloon somebody going fast? It wasn't like we were going that fast. It was like, you know, 15, 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like it was going 55 and just wham in the face. Yeah, for sure. Uh you know, one time we uh, we were coming back from a football camp. We were much older at this point. I think we were closer to high school. And uh, <laughs> my, we had like this slushy. And uh, my buddy Dan was in the passenger side of the van. And uh, there was a, a bus coming the opposite direction. And he skyhooked <laughs> the thing over, his, over the car. And the other bus <laughs> hit it. And it just wrecked their, like, and the bus was like, <laughs> there was no way to see it coming because it's coming the opposite direction. Man, you guys and, like uh, throwing dude. shit at cars, man. <laughs> yeah, bro, we just like throwing shit at cars. That, we, oh, there was, this made you feel so alive. It does. I understand why criminals do it, you know. Yeah, man. It's, There's uh, an aspect of it that's like, I don't know, just exciting. Yeah. But that, uh, yeah, that, that truck tags that story, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I ever told my parents what actually happened there. So if they're watching, they probably just found out that you uh, were truck tag. Oh, yeah. they didn't know. Well, what no, did you we, tell them? We told them the- that. Uh, told them that I think there was a deer or something in the road, and we tried to miss it and hit a tree. Okay, but that's not really what was happening. I gotcha. Uh, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hmm, interessante. I'm too old to get in trouble now. Too old to get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, too old. You got to watch the clock? No, I was just seeing the Oh, it's almost 12. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah? Uh, I'm good. Uh, comedy-wise, yeah, you I said Comedy Zone is... We should get back to comedy. We should, let's get back to comedy. It's yeah. a comedy show. Well, I, you, you made a comment about that I wanted to like hear about more of what you meant um, about Comedy Zone. Comedy Zone can be brutal. I agree, but I wanted to hear like why you think that. Like, Well, see, Comedy Zone... See, people paid to be there. You know? Yeah. See, you ain't getting no pity laughs. You know? 
that that that's kind of the vibe, and that's fine. That I that mean, is a good if, point that they paid to be there. Yeah, if they're you're like gonna, this, better be good. Yeah, if you're gonna be a real comic, you need to. That's the place, the kind of place you need to be able to perform. You need to be able to do well there. Yeah, you need to be able to do good there, and plus, um, there's a lot more inebriated people. There's you're much more likely to get like heckled over the course of a night. Yeah, yeah. especially when it, it gets to like late in the lineup. Which, yeah, like that last Thursday when we were there, there was a certain audience member that was quite into uh, speaking their mind yes. during the event. Yes. Uh, yeah, dude, Comedy Zone, I think that is the dynamic. And it's so silly that, like, that's, I guess, doesn't occur to me more, obviously. But, yeah, they freaking paid to be there. Yeah. And it's also interesting, like, the difference between, like, an open mic night and yeah. like a booked weekend show. Yeah. Cause like, you know, as you start to like do more, like Brandon will start to be like, okay, like maybe you're ready to do a spot on the yeah. weekend. And it's a whole other animal once you get oh, yeah. like a bigger audience there mm-hmm. too. It's like it's just kind of a different you need like high percentage you easy to, I don't know, easy. I don't know. You, you need, need to, really good high percentage jokes out the gate and like yeah, a really good competence rolling. in handling that type of crowd right. to do well. If, if you're a little bit hesitant, it's yeah. it's yeah. They'll they'll catch on to that. Yeah. Like I've done well in front of big audiences, but like I've also like had the horror of like, you know, not doing well. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh so there's like different kind of levels of like competence I feel like you kind of have to like go through. Yeah, and Comedy Zone's a little bit of that, like what we talked about before, where the, people kind of want to be a little bit involved in the show, too. Yeah. Um, especially that's kind of set. That that premise is kind of set by the you know the host. Um, yeah, a little bit. If Which, he's engaging with the audience yeah, or yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like I said, Brandon Rainwater, who's very good at engaging with the audience, mm-hmm. he'll go up there first, and that's what he does. He's engaging with the audience. And then if you follow that up with... I'm just standing still performing dry material. Uh, it's, it, it the di- it's, yeah. yeah, it's a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Nothing at all. And in, in fact, um, like I said, a good comic, I think the mark of a good comic is how well is he engaging with the audience? Yeah. And creating a relationship with them during a show. Yeah. Uh, but there's a little bit more of that, you know, expected of you compared to like coffee in a ground radio room, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like comedy zone is more of like a showcase stage and, right. uh, you can't screw around there. You gotta just pop, pop, pop. Yeah. You gotta, gotta keep the hits coming, man. Keep the hits coming. Um, I, I, um, I do love comedy zone. It's, uh, I mean, it's a blessing, you know. It's it is a blessing to have a comedy club here. That was the first stage I ever went up on. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, it was uh, almost two years ago. That's good. I uh, I I don't know if I had known what I know now, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> picked that as your first go to. Correct. I uh, it's yeah, it's a tough place to start. First time. Mm-hmm. There was a girl that um, doesn't even do stand up anymore. I wonder where Ellen is. I should text her. Yeah. I don't know if you ever knew a girl named Ellen Maloney. I don't know if I met them. She went out to Colorado for a little while and uh, kind of came back. And I don't know if she's still in the area or not, but 
She was the first person I met that introduced herself to me as a comedian, and I was like glued oh, to her. Cool. I was like, holy shit, you do comedy? That is amazing. <laughs> I was so blown away. And then during COVID, like the springtime, um, yeah. we talked a little bit, and I kind of hung around out bit. of like, oh, I kind of want to maybe try yeah, a mic yeah, when this yeah. thing clears up. Yeah. And she sent me a text about Comedy Zone the first time it was okay. opening back up, and I said, okay. okay. And I signed up, and oh, my gosh. I had nothing. I had like <laughs> two little ideas. That's fine. That's where you start. You got nothing when you start. Yeah. Um, you're still a baby. Still a baby. But still feel like a baby. Yeah, me too. I'm like a toddler. <laughs> That's what somebody said. Like your your amount of years in comedy is kind of equivalent to your your uh development as your a development as a human as in yeah. age. So I'm two years old. I'm a little baby. Yeah. I'm I starting mean, like, to say a l- couple of words. Like I said, I'm starting I've, to walk. You know, I was in and out of it for a while, but collectively I didn't I haven't done enough to be more than a toddler either. Yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, like very like tiny bit in high school, a little bit here and there in college, then nothing during med school or residency. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing that'll suck the humor out of you more than studying for ten hours a day. Oh a yeah, you probably needed it. Yeah. You know, uh, I had Tucker uh, Lawson. Yeah, and uh, you know, I just realized he's a lawyer and his last name is Lawson. <laughs> I didn't make that connection during our interview. It's a good name. I'm son of law. I'm son of the law. I'm son. I'm a son in law. I'm the law son. I'm the law son. Yes, sir. I'm a son in law. Lawson and Lawson. Yeah. If, tu- if Tucker has like a son and he also becomes a lawyer, it could be law son. Lawson and Lawson. Son. Lawson. <laughs> Lawson and Lawson. Prosecuting attorney. My Lawson. My my son is a Lawson. Yes. And he's also a lawyer, so he's a law son. This is ridiculous. Uh, like, I was happy. What was I, I going to say? Oh, Tucker's studying for uh, uh, being a lawyer. Yeah. And comedy is a release to him as well. Yeah, I mean. that's good. You need a release. I feel like everybody, especially someone who has a stressful job, needs should have some kind of creative outlet. Yes. You know, you need something to... You can't just be a pure intellectual. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't, I feel like if you don't balance out that other part of your mind, uh, it, you're just not going to enjoy yourself. Yeah, uh, as much as you could, at least. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so whether it's you know drawing, playing an instrument, did tying. you have any creative things you did um, as a child? Oh yeah, outside of uh, comedy. Yeah, I was. Uh, I drew a lot. I, cool yeah i drew a lot of stuff like i said I, it kind of goes back to the the poster um uh but maybe i'll, I'll send you like some paintings i've done yeah uh, after, please yeah um i haven't done any in a while because um i've been using my creativity energy on comedy lately mm-hmm. uh i'd love to be able to merge those a little bit more would you ever do like a cartoon? I did when I was a kid. Like a like a an I, actual cartoon. I did comic strips. You did comic strips. Yeah. Would you ever consider doing it in like an animation form and do voiceovers and stuff? Oh, that's just too much work. <laughs> it is a lot of work, but I would actually like to do those. I thought about like for a while. I I pondered um, doing like what do they call it? A comics, not like a comic. Stop motion, claymation. No, like um, 
I don't know, a comic series. Comic series. Like a story but okay. in drawings. Okay. Um, but then I thought I realized like how much work that is and it is I was like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude, it's a lot of work. In no. a way, stand up like kind of it uh it spoils you in terms yeah. of like compared to other creative stuff. Like you do it is like painful if you fail at it, but yeah. also you can like go up with nothing. But yeah, you can go up and do and something. You like, can test shit out so fast. Yeah, I can think of something now and perform it tonight, you know? Right. Uh, whereas if I wanted to write a draw a storyboard, that would take like three weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I don't, got, I don't got time for that. And the other thing is like, I got into that funk like I was talking to you about with just like feeling like I hit a peak as mm-hmm. to what I could do without like taking an art class. Um, oh, okay. You with, your, with your drawing? Yeah. And I, I didn't have the time or, or, or patience or really the patience to want to commit to taking a class. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I already do the job that I do. Yeah. Um, I hear you, man. I don't think I ever had like enough patience for art. I did a lot of drawing when I was a yeah. kid. We would draw like, I would kind of draw what my friends liked drawing, yeah. which was like, we designed sneakers because we were really into like different basketball sneakers. Yeah, so that's we, cool. And then we designed football stadiums. So yeah. like architecture, I really liked. That's cool. But uh, ultimately, I don't know if I had enough patience for like painting something elaborate. Um, but uh, the thing that I really did like doing was uh, claymation videos. Oh, yeah. So we'd take a camcorder. We'd make like a play, play I did guy. I that. As and kid. just you record frame by frame. And I really liked editing it together. Yeah. It was like Rudolph, Red-Nosed Reindeer. We did some style. dumb little movies and stuff. Um, when I was... That was another thing we did with, as kids. Uh, it's more as teenagers. Um, mm-hmm. Make stupid little movies with my yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, and uh, we used to do it every year. And we had a little Christmas party uh-huh. at my house. And we'd show the movies that we did. Okay. Just dumb little things. Yeah. Uh, so I've always like had creative out. Like, a d- a, uh, that impulse. Yeah, I did you had drawing. It in and then I did the the band stuff. Uh, I played trumpet. Okay. Like David, but not as good. <laughs> like David Zasloff. Shout out. Um, and so I did that in high school. I played in Tiger Band in college. Oh, you were the, you were in the Clemson band? Yes, I was. So you were on the football field during I was games. On the field. Dude, what was that like? Intense, man. Playing in front of sixty thousand people. Yeah, it's scary, dude. The first time you get out there, I think the first actually the first time I went out there, I, I messed it up because. I was on the wrong side of the field, and so I just like didn't get to march. <laughs> you just didn't get to go out there. I was like, I didn't know. It, so it, was it, there like a gap in like the the lineup where like probably. you were supposed to be? <laughs> like, uh, anybody in the crowd was like, "What the fuck?" There's like a gap there. But yeah, if you're in a big game and the crowd is loud, just and I don't know if you remember um, the year when there was that fight between Clemson and South Carolina. Oh. I think so. I, I remember seeing clips year. of this. Yeah. You were there that year? I was on the field when that was starting. What was happening? Uh, I didn't know because, you know, I'm on the front and I'm facing the audience. Uh-huh. Uh, or the people the crowd? in the stands. Not the, uh, not the audience. <laughs> uh, but the people in the stands. And yeah. I just hear, like, yelling and booing and commotion. But I can't, like, turn around. Yeah. You know, and I have to find out what happened later on. <laughs> right, right. Uh yeah, because you guys are just trying to get ready. Yeah, you got to get ready for the halftime show. Like, 
how many like 10 20 minutes before the yeah you got to get down there yeah uh I, i did that for a few years and then i was like was it fun? I mean, do you enjoy performing in front of the... It's fun, but, like, it's so much damn work. Yeah. And you only get one credit hour for it. It was totally crap. Yeah. Uh, so you, you do get, it, like, for, like, to say you did it. Like, yeah, you get one credit hour for doing, like, like 20 hours a week yeah. of work. It's like, <laughs> what the... And, and people, well, they, they think it's cool to be in the band, so, like... Well, People were so damn like serious about it. Like, we gotta be the best band. We gotta be one of the great bands. We gotta show up early. We gotta do this and this. I was like, boy, this is one hour credit. <laughs> Nobody gives a damn. Like, what we're doing here? They just there's just a bunch of drunk people in the stands. Just want us to spell out tigers. Spell want us to spell tigers. Play tiger rag and march yeah. off the field. Dude, That's all they want us to do beyond that, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> but people took it so like Nazi level serious, and I was like, dude, that's funny. I'm done with this. Man. That's funny. It's school pride, I'm done. man. I'm done. So I quit. That's the pageantry of college football. You quit? <laughs> yeah, dude, I did. good for you, bro. That's funny that you just uh, like. Eh, well, I didn't this, quit dude. during the season, but I quit. Right. Like, you know, I was like, well, that's enough. Yeah, I uh, in Michigan, I had some friends that went to University of Michigan. I think there was a few that like went into the band. And uh, University of Michigan has like that diehard band. Oh, loyalty. they so want to be the best. So much. Band. You remember Michigan? Like over. Yeah. What, what do you know about big. the Michigan? The Michigan. I know vibe with their band. Well, I I know Michigan as a school is a very well known brand, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's a pretty re- respected football program and. Yeah, I guess. Uh, They've and, underperformed for a well, while. But at least historically. Historically, yeah. Uh, yeah so well. I know that if you're performing in that environment, it's going to be a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clemson's got a great football tradition now since they their sure national do. championship. So. They, sure, they they sucked when I was in school. Really? They didn't go to no national championship when I was there. Yeah. Uh, the first year, we didn't go to any bowl game because of the fight. Oh, wow. Uh, so that, that got you all DQ'd? Yeah. <laughs> The second year we got to go to Orlando and that was fun. Okay. And the third year we went to Nashville and everybody just got, everybody was just hung over. Yeah. The next day and I gotcha. it was it was lame. Yeah. Uh, and then that's all I did. Okay. Well, good for you, man. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're doing comedy and but, you're a doctor. Yeah. Do you have good penmanship? Uh. Actually, it's pr- not bad. Not bad. For, I think it's good. Yeah. Um, you can actually tell my signature is a signature. Uh, is what? You can actually. I, I don't just like scribble a circle on a notepad. Okay, you, you can actually read that it says. You can actually Will tell Kelly. like I did it. Yeah. You know, uh, because uh, I, I want mine to like not. I don't want people to like forge my signature on stuff. And if you're you're an idiot, you're just like pick up a script and just do us two circles, and that's your yeah. signature. Like any like yeah, there's a lot of drug seekers out there. Like, like, <laughs> but yeah. everything's like electronic now, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter what your signature is because everything's along the way. Or your notes as much anymore. All of the notes, uh, are all the notes are now all of them, hundred percent. They're all typed out. All yeah. typed. All the prescriptions are sent out electronically. So the stereotype of bad penmanship from a doctor is kind of like obsolete now. It doesn't like, matter anymore. Like that wouldn't be a good joke. Like that'd be like no. a Seinfeld joke that aged out. No, the the problem now is is bad dictatorship. Or dictatorship. Dictation. 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 That's a that's a different thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, dictation. So, so yeah. Uh, like, so people after they see a patient, they'll dictate dictate with uh, notes. the dragon or whatever. 
uh, it's just a you dictate and it writes as you're speaking. Put yeah, put the mic closer though. Uh, it, it dictates as you, a, it, it writes as you're speaking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so how does it go bad for doctors? Because it says a bunch of stupid shit that you didn't actually say, but that's what it thought you said. Okay. So it can say some pretty dumb crap. And do doctors go back and correct it every time? Not all the time. Oh, no, really? so I, I read. You say so much. When I hear a doctor dictate after a surgery, yeah. they'll be like talking, like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, we blah, don't blah, dictate blah. as much as the surgeons do, but mm-hmm. uh, that's a whole other level. But most of my, probably like 80% of mine is just typed by hand. Okay. Um, but what is typing like for you? With the, the that, yeah. with my hand, yeah, it's so not that bad. This is a unique thing. Yeah, I have four fingers on four his fingers hand. on his right hand. I've actually used that in in my set. A yeah, few times. Uh, but fortunately, like you know, the pinky just goes over the semicolon. Uh, so it's not like a frequently used thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I don't, I, do, I just have to move a finger over a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, you just got to double uh, purpose this finger. Yeah, and I just. I kind of use the the shift key on the left for every capital letter. Okay. Um, oh, that it's not that bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, people would other people with disabilities probably have it a lot worse. Uh, actually, I don't ever really call it a disability. Does that count as a disability? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, like it doesn't keep me from really doing anything. Yeah. Anything really. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, I'm not going to be like a classical pianist but who gives a damn like <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I wouldn't really cl- i don't even think about it like uh yeah i didn't think of it that way either i like i don't even like for a while i wouldn't even think about it and then someone would remind me or say like hey what's up with your hand uh-huh and um i would be like oh wow i do have Missing a finger. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And I'll look at it for like 20 minutes. I'm like, wow, look at that. Uh, <laughs> now, you were born without the the fifth one. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So yeah. there's like no like um, feeling Didn't of like it, it should have yeah. been there. Yeah, no phantom not. limb. Or no phantom. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. that's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I never had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the joke you have related to it. You don't have to tell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come out to... A place and hear it. Come yourself. out to Comedy Zone and hear the material. <laughs> yes, for real. You will. I can't give away all my goods here. So yeah, exactly. So how many years have you been practicing medicine as a doctor? Um, if you count residency, mm-hmm. let me think. Uh, so three years in residency, and I've been here almost four. Okay, so that's about seven now. Are you enjoying it? It's good. Uh, it has its ups and downs. Uh, and t- at times it gets overwhelming. Uh, and other times it's kind of sit and wait for something to happen. Uh, it was it was wild during the pandemic and for a while there. Because that was obviously all hands on deck. So you were pulled in to treat COVID patients? Is that uh, what? Yeah, I, I didn't really... I didn't really have to like go in against my will or something, you know, uh, when I didn't want to be there, but I was, I, I did, I, I helped out when I could uh-huh. on my own volition basically. Uh-huh. Uh, but there are times where, you know, I was seeing like 
so many patients and it was just it was kind of like day in day out you're gonna see like so many people Mm -hmm. and it would just get wear you down and get burning out for a bit yeah uh lately it's been better than Mm -hmm. that though um but like i said i could go on for hours about the problems with american medicine what's the biggest problem with american medicine uh that there i think there are two parts and one is that it's just not affordable and accessible to people like it really ought to be Uh uh-huh um and two is that it's it's just a it's a money making money driven business and it also (laughs) really really shouldn't be yes uh and so a lot of what medical device companies are part of the problem you are what you are you know but and a lot of kind of like what's discussed and what's prioritized is more focused on how can we like maximize income rather than how can we yeah. improve patients. I think that's you know? the case as on um, for hospital systems too. They think about money. Um, uh, yeah, because it like it's always like first priority is making sure we get the maximum amount of money from insurance and Medicare, and then somewhere under that is like improving patient outcomes yeah and where it should be the opposite mm-hmm. uh that's in a that's in a great and very broad encompassing uh word yeah it's a mess yeah it's a hybrid um system because like right. government's involved insurance companies are involved yeah regulators are involved and people think that doctors are, are running the show and we're really not no that's what i no, hear when i talk just, to doctors individually no. there's like a lot of bureaucracy depending on the system you're in we're just cogs in a machine man. yeah there's like more because like okay with medical sales the model for us um still is this way but if you like years ago it used to be find a physician a surgeon to champion your product and if they asked for it they would get what they wanted yeah but now the doctors are folded into the you know the health system structure Mm -hmm. a lot of times and they'll get what they want sometimes but sometimes it'll be like no we got to go to this committee like it's going to be vetted like Mm -hmm. so surgeons um they'll still fight for stuff, but they, they don't fight for everything. Like they used to just get whatever they needed. Yeah. Um, and we were just like, okay, I just got to get Dr. Smith to like me. And then, you know, now you got to get Dr. Smith to like you. Plus you got to get the administrators to like trust you and, and know that it's of good value. And like, does that all this stuff does doing that translate into, uh, being better at comedy for you? Um, I don't know. Because you got to be personable. Yeah, you have to be personable. You have to kind of be a chameleon in terms of like, because all the personality types are different. A surgeon personality type is way different than like an administrator or like a purchasing manager or a person at a bar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, kind of. I mean, it makes me like, I don't know. I I, I just, I just try to be myself to all the people. But it, it, well, here's where I think it does help. And, and maybe comedy helps with my job too. Like you, you want to be able to tell when you're losing someone. Yeah. And like yeah, you want to yeah, be yeah. able to like keep it short if you need to. Yeah. Or like if they're like talking to you, 
like, okay, we can have like a personal conversation for five, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But it's like having that self-awareness to like know when to bail on a combo or when to like, (laughs) or like how to keep a, get a concise message out to a surgeon. That's what it is. I think. Cause a lot of times I got to give a message to a surgeon at a scrub sink and they only have like, you know, less than 20 seconds to hear what I have to say. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, if I'm communicating to one of my colleagues or specialists, I want to get that message across in a, in a timely manner. I don't want to just a bunch of nonsense and side material just put in there. You want to get your message in there. You want to get the point. Yeah. And that's the same thing in comedy. Yeah. You know, hundred percent dude. You know, you want to get through that setup streamlined as possible and get yeah. the punchline. That's absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you, you can feel that. It's like, you kind of have that stopwatch in your head when you're mm-hmm. on stage, like mm-hmm. fuck, it's getting too long. I haven't heard a laugh in the setup. You yeah. Lose them. Yeah, I'll bail on something uh, if I don't. Well, yeah. Now I try to like think of a laugh in the setup. I like I want the first thing I say to like get a laugh if I can. That's good if you can work some of that in there. Um, I always think of like my jokes when I I think of a funny concept to me, and it's like a it's like a sculptor has a piece of clay. Like mm-hmm. I have this concept, and I know what I want it to look like, and I'm gonna try to chip at it until I get it to look like something is presentable yeah um into a joke and maybe it will turn out that way maybe mm-hmm. it won't and i'll just throw it out uh-huh uh that's the way i thought about yeah. joke writing for sure for sure i still have a problem with like the technical structures of joke writing like i don't know that i like sit down and think about the structure of a joke before i write it i like I think about the funny idea and then try to build in little triggers later. And I'm mm-hmm. still not even sure exactly how they're working. Like, I don't think mechanically when it comes to I think to joke about writing. a funny idea and then how I'm going to approach it. Like, I have a, I have a place where I want to be. Uh-huh. And I have to just figure out how to get there. Yeah. You know, what angle I'm going to yeah. use to get there. Yeah. Where the laugh's going to be. I need to figure out where yeah. the laughs are supposed to be. Yeah. But, um, but also, yeah. I'm just not as I th- I thought you might be more technical in joke writing than I am. I might be. I don't know. Um which is I, great. It's different. I mean, like I just need to, I probably just need to like freaking get better I at it. You that. got the comedy bible. And I do. I, did I didn't that. get through it very far. I I, I, I couldn't apply I couldn't apply it. I had it on audiobook and I I, I didn't so I didn't have to like sit down and read something uh-huh. just put it on while I'm driving. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was too technical. It was it was uh, like, I guess it would work for some people, but it's part of, I, I think it made me better in some ways. Like I kind of learned more of like the structure and uh-huh. um, things. But when you actually go to do. make your own But like when material. you're actually writing jokes, it's just, it, you're trying too hard if you're going to do it by the book. Yeah. yeah. You're trying too hard. I agree. I agree completely. And it's not going to come. It's not going to be as good. No, it's not going to be. Your, gonna be it's organic. not going to be your real self or organic. Yeah, yeah it's going to be like too too mechanical. There too has, A plus B equals C. It's like yeah, it's not there like has that. to be some serendipity in there. You know, serendipity. Yeah, yeah, it's a good word. Right, you're smart, Will. <laughs> serendipity. I haven't used that one in a while. Uh, but. You yeah, pro- you probably got to go, huh? Probably got to go. I can I tell. Stuff I gotta See, do. I can tell. Like, I'm trying to read this. You like, know, you read yeah, it. Yeah, it's like I'm bombing in front of a a doctor. No, you're not bombing. I'm just <laughs> thinking. Like I told my family, I was gonna do something this afternoon, so I don't want to hold them up. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. No, it's not your fault. No, it is because I was 30 minutes late. But uh, 
to be uh, to be fair, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> so don't listen to Dollar Store Tom Emmons. Dollar Store Tom Emmons. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you coming, man. I appreciate the effort with the the Tom Emmons. I just I don't know. Get I remember up. you saying something about Tom's never done it, and he, he has stupid. And I, I was wonder- like. I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wonder. what. So, like, you knew Tom from back in the day. Um, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Are you guys Are you guys buddies? Uh, I talk to him now and then. Acquaintances, kind of? Uh, yeah. He's a nice guy, though. Oh, for sure. Hope he's he a quiet guy. I hope he's not offended by what I did. I don't think he would be. No, because no. I don't think it was negative at all. No. We love Tom. Hey, Tom's a great guy. Tom's a great guy? Yeah. He just doesn't do the podcast. That's the only negative thing about That's him. That's okay. <laughs> I don't think he thought it'd still be going. I think he. I think he. <laughs> probably is like he's dumb kids. And yeah, yeah, he's crazy thirty something year old kids. Yeah, dude, I saw a picture of Tom in his wedding uh, photo. Did you share that or did you see that on Facebook? I don't know, dude. He looked like a badass, bro. I bet he he, he was in the military though. Right? He was like jacked and like didn't have the full beard, but he had yeah. like these like. Oh, yeah, chops I think I've seen him. pictures of him as younger, and yeah, he's. He's not something you would somebody you want to mess with, dude. He swags, bro. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, he's not somebody you want to run into in a dark alley. Or no, sir. <laughs> on a motorcycle, he kind of looks like he does. He ride a motorcycle? I don't think so. But, you know, he has uh, a leather jacket. He could. I've never seen the vehicle. I don't know what he drives. You know, see, we know the answer. I don't know to, if he drives. We know anything. the answer to all these questions. If Todd would just come on the damn podcast, I don't know if podcast. he's a wizard and he just appears and when there's a comedy show. Dude, something. yeah. What if Tom was like this spiritual entity? I mean, he does read a lot of Bible the, verses. Uh, the getup I got was literally a Gandalf beard and hair. Yeah, that's what I said. And I mean, it's yeah, not look, far Gandalf off the either. Gray over here, bro. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, at least got to check out the farmer's market coming here a little yeah. early, getting some scones and Not everything. Not too bad. And nice place, uh, Greenville. Yeah. A lot nicer than where I grew up. Yeah. I like hearing about your town a little bit. It's yeah. good stuff. That's nice. Good stuff. Well, dude, thanks for coming, man. Appreciate it. You want to shout out anything? Social media? Um, yeah. Uh, Instagram is WillKMD. WillKMD. He's uh, a doctor. Yeah. But he's married. <laughs> And my website is uh, wheel.com. What? Yeah. Did I tell you about that? I just, no. I just built that. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Is it for comedy? Yeah. The comedy site. How does it? What is it's, that? Uh, I know. It, the, you get the joke if you've seen my bit before. Um, it, it was, um, I know somebody's a redneck if they say my name with two syllables. Wheel? Wheel. Wheel. Uh, Wheel.com. So Be sure to check out Wheel Comedy. Wheel. W-E-E-Y-U-L. <laughs> it's spelled just like it sounds. That's a hard name to... That's a hard I know. I, looking back at it, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have called it that. But Well, I regret the name of this podcast every day. So <laughs> it's like way too long. It's too late now. Yeah. Agreed. I got yeah. the domain. Yeah, it's fine. Make it your own, bro. Yeah. It'll work. Um. Okay, so Instagram and wheel, wheel dot com. Check it out. Anything Thanks. else? You got a Twitter, YouTube channel? Um, I, I kind of. A, I, I I'm not really. I haven't really built anything on my YouTube channel. Okay. But if you go to my website, you'll see some clips that I did on the website. Okay. That uh, link to YouTube. Okay. Um, but I haven't really built a YouTube thing yet. Yeah. 
Well, dude, that's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I, uh, everybody should watch Will. Like, seriously, I like, you're super smart. You're, you're quirky. You got a unique point of view and you're like, and you work hard at joke writing. I love it. I love it. So. Do what I can. Yeah, man. Excited. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. See you next time.